0: And now it's time for Mr. College football and friends with Tony Barnhart. Greetings and welcome back to Mr. CFB and friends. I am your host, Tony Barnhart, Mr. College football and brothers and sisters. Let me tell you this. We are getting ready for one of the most fantastic finishes to a college football season you have ever seen. Going to give you a little advice. I want you to stick with Mr. CFB and friends, and you're going to get some of the best information out there on the college football playoff. But before we get started, we want to once again thank our superb sponsor, Mr. John Herson, and Appa Games, the unquestioned king of quality simulation products. You'll find them at apba.com. So. With no further ado, let's bring on the guys. We're going to find out what we learned last week, which was, gosh, guys, I guess week 10, If you can believe that, from lovely situate Massachusetts, the Jersey guy, Mark Blauschen. Mark Blauschen, what did you learn last week?
1: Oh, well, I learned that we might have to even have a play that Alabama. I'm, I'm sure that's going to happen, but it looks that way right now, uh, according to whatever Ellis says. And, and we have a wide we might have a wide open final four. Who knows?
0: Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Well, Mr. Herb Gould, the Gould standard, what did you learn last
2: week? We learned that Marcus Freeman, uh, the new coach of Notre Dame, who looked like he was really going to have a tough go of it in his first year is in position to have a really nice finish this season, beating Clemson. And he still got a shot at USC, uh, You know, I think it's kind of a surprise, but good for him. And, and we're marching on here, Ohio state and Michigan are going to have people that question them, but they're still unbeaten. And as I look at these standings, we learned that that they're tracking to be, uh, two and three going into their big showdown at the end of November.
0: All right. Mr. Tom Lucci, he is our in-house expert on wagering and he's the media director for the Monmouth park racetrack, the locksmith. Very entertaining, Mr. Tom Lucci. What did you learn last week?
3: I learned, Tony, that we can get rid of the selection committee and replace <laughs> it with the people from Las Vegas because the minute that the playoff, that crack playoff selection committee put Tennessee number one, Las Vegas oddmakers made Georgia an eight-point favorite, and rightfully so.
0: Yep, A- absolutely. That 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 number, I think that that number. Uh, Really lit everybody on fire. All right. Well, I learned, my friends, that there is a scenario not that far-fetched where the SEC could claim claim three of the top four spots in the college football playoff. Will it happen? Eh, we'll see. How will it happen? I'm going to tell you, and we're going to talk about it in just a few minutes. So with that, let's get started on our hot topics. Guys, think about this just a few weeks ago we had 15 undefeated teams now we're down to just four georgia ohio state michigan and tcu and by no great coincidence those were the four teams in the latest version of the college football playoff standings now here's where the carnage came in last week as lute said number one tennessee this final score there's no way explains how badly georgia beat tennessee they dominated so number one tennessee thrashed by georgia and athens i was there it was an incredible scene georgia jumped to one and tennessee fell to five number four clemson was manhandled by notre dame the tigers dropped all the way down to 10. they appear to be out of it i'll ask you mark blushing is clemson out of it yes uh I don't think,
1: I don't think there's any money on the schedule that can beat that can get them back in the top four uh, minus monumental upsets uh, across the board. So I think they're, I think they're going to the Orange Bowl
0: oh my goodness well and alabama lost 32 31 at lsu on a two-point conversion we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show alabama's number nine i'm going to come back to blousing about that but there is a lot of moaning and upset alabama people the dynasty is over nick saban's run has ended uh i don't know about that let's let's talk about this here's some questions here's here's where i want to start guys when i come up with the idea that they, the sec could get three in do this little exercise with me tom lucci i'll start with you okay. lsu was number 10 last week when we started playing they beat alabama okay right. so what if lsu let's say they went out they got to play arkansas they got to play texas a&m they got a non-conference game let's say they went out and they go to atlanta to play georgia for the SEC championship, they upset number one Georgia. They're eleven and two. Does LSU get into the college football playoff?
3: You do not leave out the SEC
2: champion. Simple
3: as Good that. Answer.
0: Good answer. You do not leave out the SEC champion. Wasn't
2: <clears throat> except for one thing. No two-loss team has ever right. made the playoff. You are and correct, that is sir. Not changing.
3: Yeah, no, uh, wasn't a couple, Tony,
0: wasn't it a couple of years ago, maybe when uh, Saban was at LSU, didn't LSU win the national championship with two losses? They won the national championship under him in 2003. I think they did have two losses. Okay. I was before, so, that was before the playoffs, though. I understand yep. it was before the playoffs. Here's
3: the thing, too, Tony. Um, I, you know, you're going to throw in Tennessee. There. Let me throw one more. What if a, a Mississippi goes 11-1? and Yeah. I was thinking about them earlier today. I mean, they're going to be in the top ten if they do that. You no know, question. It's going, be, it's going to be one of the, maybe the SEC should just have
0: its own playoff. They would they would I, be eleven would and one with the only loss to uh, the only loss would be to L- LSU, LSU. Yeah, it was a bad loss. It was a bad loss. But Herb, yeah. there's got to be a first time for everything. Absolutely you can't you can't leave the SEC right, we, champion we out. We've never had a freshman
2: win the Heisman Trophy
3: before. Well, I mean, things I'm are changing. I'm
2: here to tell you that the Big Ten has a chance to to have two teams in that playoff, three Duly SEC noted. teams. Five into four doesn't go.
0: Absolutely. Well, somebody between Ohio State and uh, and Michigan is going to lose. Tennessee is going to be sitting there at number five when they do lose. And what if they bump up to number four? Are you going to drop drop Tennessee out of the top four, even though they didn't play? That will be that will be interesting, guys. How you can do that, Tony? I don't know. Especially since uh, their
3: their only loss
0: would be to the number one team in the country on the road. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Okay. All right. Just to be clear, LSU beats number one Georgia in the SEC championship game. Georgia is 12 and one. Okay. And you know their schedule. They've beaten Tennessee. Uh, beaten does Oregon. Ge- does Georgia, I'll go with you, Tom, does Georgia get in yes. at 12 and one, even though they've just lost to LSU?
3: Especially if Oregon wins the Pac 12. Right. I don't know how you could, I mean, you have to take Georgia, one loss Georgia over one loss Oregon. I mean, it wasn't even close. So yes, I would say yes. I, I would think that it would come to, you know, when we talk about this, I, I kind of agree with her, but I, I don't see the real scenario that three sec teams make it in that, no. in that scenario that you laid out, but I can see LSU, Georgia.
0: Right. I can see LSU, Georgia too, but the Tennessee people are going to be unhappy, but let's, hey, Blau, You we've all worked with these folks, these committee folks, we know, we know most of them just on general principle, even if Tennessee is, is maybe deserves to be in the, there's no way that committee is going to put three teams in the top four.
1: Not unless everyone else is bombed out. I I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be difficult. I mean, I, I think, but, but sometimes if TCU loses and Oregon loses, you know, and then, then it's going to be interesting. If that happens, if both those two things happen and Tennessee's sitting there at 10 to one and you got it, you got, you know, you got Georgia and LSU or somebody else like that, and it's between Tennessee and the, and the Michigan, Ohio state loser. What do you do? Right,
0: I don't know. Right. I, I, I just think it's going to be fascinating, but, but let's put it, let's put it this way. LSU beats Georgia, both LSU and Georgia are in the big 10 champion is going to be in. All right. We, 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 we can all agree on that. So really we're down to one spot. And our choices are 11 and 1 Tennessee, 12 and 1 TCU, although they, they, they may lose twice. I think they're go, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. 12 and 1 Clemson and 12 and 1 Oregon. And 11 and
2: 1 Michigan. And
0: 11 and 1. I've got it right here, Herb. I've got it right here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Well, no, if, if 11 and 1 well, Tennessee well, should well, be well, considered. Herb. The only problem, you got one problem, Herb. Michigan's schedule is just boo awful. Okay, it really is, and it would be
3: a late loss too, Tony. We all know that it's important when you lose. No question.
2: Well, they say Georgia they say loses, that it's not, it won't but it be is a, lo- a later loss than Georgia losing, and Michigan. You know, they played Penn State. They played. I mean, you know, you can you can spin this any way you want to spin it, and they will. <laughs> you you have you have, you put three teams from one conference. And it's not a national playoff. It's
3: and we, right. we would
0: have a 12-team playoff tomorrow. Okay. You're right, Herb. It's not a playoff. <laughs> You're right. It's, I, I, I will side with the gentleman, the gentleman from Wisconsin. I will side with him on that. It, 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 But it's an interesting decision. Now, one other thing I said earlier. I've been watching Paul Feinbaum a bunch this week, but listened to a lot of radio. They, these people out there in, are convinced that Nick Saban's time is done he's done it's all of mark blason based on a conversation you and i had today ah uh, is alabama out of it
1: uh no because they they don't control their own destiny that that part is out of it that that is definitely out yeah of it. but uh, there's a big but here the two losses are an overtime you know I mean, a, a two-second, two-point conversion on the last second and a, a last-second field goal. So, those are the two losses. Not like they're going down belly up. But here's where it gets interesting. Everyone Everyone's uh, anointed LSU. They haven't played a tough road game this season. They have to play at Arkansas mm-hmm. and at A&M. I don't trust them. I mean, I don't trust LSU on the road because I haven't seen it. And it's not an inconceivable to me. They could lose both of those games because those aren't easy places to play, oh you know Arkansas and, and AM are playing horribly. So if that happens, if those things happen and Alabama beats Mississippi State, Mississippi, is sitting right there and could be Georgia, they could be in the SEC, they could be the SEC title champion. Oh, they could.
0: It, it could happen. It could happen. If LSU were to lose the last two, that would be a monumental collapse. But Tom Lucci, I'm going to ask you about this when we get to our pitch segment. The fact of the matter is, LSU is only a three-point favorite at Arkansas. Only three. Well, they, so lost they, Liberty. Yeah, they lost to Liberty. They, they lost think, to that. They
3: must think Argeron's still coaching. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Very good. Let's take a couple of minutes, guys, and touch on the coaching carousel. Another firing this week. Jeff Scott was hired by South Florida, Wade and Clemson. Did not work. They were just, they were just awful. But now we got seven Power Five jobs available. Auburn, Georgia Tech, Colorado, Arizona State, Nebraska, Wisconsin. And of course, we just mentioned to you about Jeff Scott. Herb, I think I know where you're gonna go with this, but as you look at that list of jobs that's available and you're advising somebody what's what's the best job, all, all things considered.
2: All things, you know what? I, I would submit. I think Auburn is the best job. No, oh, uh, right. but I also, I also think it's the worst job. Right. Because if you don't win, them, I mean, if you, you know, you're going to have every possible resource, but you're going to be the second team in in your state. And if you if you lose, or you, if you don't win to their satisfaction, they're going to throw you out on your butt. I mean, I, I I, really do. I mean, you're in the FCC. Also, I don't really think the Wisconsin job is available. I think that Jim mm-hmm. Leonard has pretty much got that sewed up. So that's not even in the equation. But I do, I think Auburn's the best job.
0: Well, from a financial standpoint and having all the. And, and look, Auburn won a national championship in 2012, 2010 under Gene Chiswick, came within one play of winning another national championship in 2013 against Florida mm-hmm. State. So the the elements are there, but it is a, but also think about this. If Nick Saban is leaving anytime soon, it would be a pretty good time to take that job from Auburn. So, well, that's another, and you know,
2: the other part about this is when, when Brian Kelly took the LSU job, I mean, the LSU job, maybe it's a better job than Auburn in a way, but it's just as tough because you're playing against those same people. And look what Brian Kelly has done in a year. I mean, you, you might be a little tougher to do that at Auburn, but I think you have all the opportunity there.
0: All right. Well, speaking of bad coaching, uh, Mark Bloush, let me ask you this. When you look at all the teams that are playing based on expectations and ba- really based on talent, but based on expectation. Who's the biggest flop out there? I, I've got my own idea, but I'm going to ask you: Who's the biggest flop in college football this year?
1: Runaway winner, Texas A&M. Ain't
0: even
1: close. Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. I mean, they had a top five, they had a top five preseason team, a uh, number one recruiting class, a, a, a ten million dollar coach. I mean, all the things were in, in in place, and and they go belly up almost from the start, and 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 they, it's gotten worse. I mean, that's they, by far the biggest flop.
0: Lucci, anybody anybody else deserve to be in this biggest flops i mean also receiving votes tony yes sir
3: i would say because of the enthusiasm that was generated upon a new coach arrival miami Ooh. you know i mean just based on that enthusiasm and they thought that this was going to be the it's going to take a while so i, I would i would
0: give them also receiving votes blau was so excited that Cristobal was coming to his alma mater mm-hmm. He's so, he's so, he's so let down. Absolutely. Herb, anybody in the big 10 really come up short this year? The big, the big 10 just from an outsider looking in, of course I'm, I'm an sec guy. I'll I'll readily admit that, but from top to bottom, big 10 was not that good this year. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know, Tony, you know, I think that,
2: I I, I don't really see anybody who, who flop particularly. I mean, you know, uh, our man Paul Chris at Wisconsin, he's already gone. So I mean, they've sort of made their announcement there, and that was kind of accumulation of more than one season. But there's nobody that's in the uh, Jimbo Fisher or Cristobal uh, category. I, and and I don't I don't know. You know, maybe the Big Ten's down. Maybe I mean, Michigan is better than they've been in a long, long yeah, time. I don't good. think. And you know, and you can you can get on their case about their schedule. But I'm going to ask you: Who played Samford and Kent State, and then played a lopsided home game ten minutes from their campus against a team that traveled three thousand miles and did it all before Labor Day?
0: Oh, duly noted, Mr. Gould. Duly noted. <laughs> understand. Understand. I mean, hey, what we- about
3: Northwestern? Maybe being one and eleven, or, or Nebraska's already fired their coach as Big Ten
2: flops. You know Northwestern. You could put them in that category, except that if you know the history of Northwestern, I, I they, do. They've been they've been defying the odds for thirty years, and and there isn't a, a better fit for a coach at a school right. than happens here at Northwestern. I'm not calling I for his firing. Herb. I'm just saying yeah, they couldn't run in eleven. He needs. He definitely needs to clean house on that. He needs to make some major changes on that staff, and he needs to hitch up his pants and do some recruiting. I mean, they they got a lot of work to do there. There's nobody that's better real qualified. Quick, this is here. why I mentioned
3: it two years ago, they were in a big 10 championship
0: game this year. They could be one in 11. Right. And I'm happy to hear from her. Good. We have our first hitch up your trousers reference tonight. So I, <laughs> we, we appreciate that. Uh, guys, real, real quick. Cause I want to, I want to get to the locksmith part of this thing real quick. Mark Blash and Heisman trophy. Who's the leader? Uh,
1: I think it's wide open. I, I think it go Georgia and 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 Ohio State quarterbacks. Uh, I think are one two right now, depending on who wins the championship game and who, and and who wins the uh, you know uh, the big showdown game. So I think that those are the two front runners. But it's going to come down to the last
0: weekend. Whoever has the biggest biggest win. Yeah, but I I just, I just had to mention this just so the words would come out of my mouth. Bo Nix. Bo Nix has completed. 70% of his passes in seven of the nine games that Oregon has played this year. I never thought I would ever say those words. Yeah. Again.
3: We'll go over that a little later. Oregon <laughs> schedule, Tony. Okay. Um, we'll do oh. that.
0: But if you're going to
3: do that, what about uh, you know, North Carolina and, you know, Drake, uh, may. Drake may. And what about Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams.
0: Personally, my vote right now is for Stetson Bennett. You got to win. He's been great in the two big games and he wins. Bennett is yeah. good in big games. He's shown he showed it the other night. Is that touchdown run he made was just superb. Yep. Yes, just super, I, right.
2: I I agree. You know the other part though is let's not overlook the the Tennessee kid. I mean Hendon and Hooker. I mean actually not no. kid. Oh, he's not a he? He's about thirty now, isn't he? But but <laughs> yeah. at any Herb, rate,
1: he's, he's done. her. he had a spotlight game. He's done. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Well, I know, but that's like you know, when he oh, throws for a thousand yards in the last three games, he'll 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 get back in. Paul Horning won the, the Heisman <laughs> yeah. Trophy with a two and eight team. Yeah, don't don't bring that up, around, it, Don't bring that up around Tennessee people. They they're not real happy about that. John Majors was supposed, Major. supposed to win that. Yeah. I, I got another story that I'm gonna share with you another time about this. Let's get to the locksmith, our favorite, front for all of us locksmith, you were four and two last week. You're making thankfully. some ground up there, buddy. thankfully, you found some bad teams to to pick against well you know, Stanford it would have been and,
2: five or one if you'd listened to me on the Badgers <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right about that. I just thought
3: that uh tago Viola coming back would make a difference he was terrible. he was, was terrible it? in the
0: game. uh you know they must have sacked him a bunch of times too all right well let's let all right Luz, let's get to your picks sure. t c u plus seven at. Texas. I know. Everybody's... I was surprised by that number. Seven. Yeah. Plus seven. I am, I am too. It seems
3: like Vegas is begging <laughs> us to, to, to take TCU. And I always hate doing that, but here's the thing about uh, Texas. They always let people in games, Kansas state one by seven, Oklahoma state <laughs> lost by seven, Iowa state three, uh, you know, they just Alabama lost by one Texas tech lost by three. They're in game. They keep people in games because they don't play defense and it's kind of the same with uh, TCU. So I, I do like TCU to cover. I'm not necessarily saying they're going to win, but I, I think it's a three-point game. That's that's just
0: a that's just a real big number to me. Yeah, uh, it looks like UCF plus two at Tulane. Tulane had been in his position since Tommy Bowden was the coach in 1998. Luch, is this for the uh, group of five uh, opportunity there? It it could be. I
3: mean, you, you know, you have uh, UCF Tulane and Let's not forget Liberty. If, if these, yep. these teams are playing each other and they have a playoff game, but if Liberty runs the table with the win at Arkansas, you got a one point loss to Wake Forest, they could be the highest ranked Group of Five team when all this shakes out. But uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, uh, UCF should be getting his quarterback back, Plumlee. Um, Tulane, I, I just, I, you're right, Tony. It's the best start since since '98. Uh, and, and they have a great wide receiver core. I'm just not 100% convinced that this is a major test for them. They face the toughest schedule in the AAC with UCF, SMU, to, and, and Cincinnati to close. Let's see how they handle that.
0: Well, I like UCF in this game. Louisville plus seven at Clemson. Is Clemson in any mood to play this game, Luch? That's a good question. Uh, do they have a quarterback who's in the mood to play the game? You know,
3: that's a better question. I yeah. just, I like the way Louisville's playing. I think they're going to have the, you know, the best player on the field, you know, uh, in in their quarterback and Malik Cunningham. And uh, I don't know if you saw that, but their defense has really come to life. Hmm. You know, that's the thing about Louisville. You know, they're they're sacking people, they're pressuring people. And uh, I just, there's something missing. It's like with Alabama. To me, Clemson is the ACC version of Alabama. There's something missing there. It's just not clicking at, at Alabama. It's not the quarterback position at Clemson. I
0: think it is. All right. All right, Penn State. My, have I, I got this right, Luge, I may have written it down wrong. 10, Penn minus State 10. Mi, minus ten versus Maryland.
3: Yeah, disappointed. Not, not so much because you know I picked Maryland last week and they didn't cover. But uh, sixteen tackles for loss last week for Penn State. Here's the thing: Penn State lost the two games that matter in their season. They're going to finish ten and two. They they beat up on bad teams. They beat Minnesota by twenty eight. They beat Indiana by thirty one. They beat Auburn by twenty nine. Maryland's not a good team. They're they're uh, they're a Seven and five, six and six caliber team. It's at Penn State. I think Penn
0: State 38 10. Right. Well, this number jumps off the page at me, Looch. Washington plus 13 and a half at Oregon. That's a big number. Yeah. Here's what I I wanted to get to you about the Oregon schedule. Okay. In their last five
3: games, yeah, I know they won eight in a row. Last five games, Stanford, they beat three and six. Arizona, they beat three and six. Uh, Cali beat three and six. Colorado, they beat one and eight. They got a quality win UCLA. Tell me why, you know, everybody's going crazy about oh. Oregon. I got to see them beat a really good team in succession. I, they've got one. They got UCLA. Let's see what they do down the stretch. You know, Michael Pinnock Jr. leads the country in passing yards. So I, I think they have the ability with their offense
0: to at least score and keep it, keep it a game. Well, that that is going to be interesting because a lot of people talking about Oregon as the best one-loss, well, there's six as the, the best one-loss team. Yeah, Bonick, and and, and you, as, you mentioned it, Bonix is playing great. You know, there's, yeah. no, there's no denying that. And
3: it's at Oregon, but I, again, the, the season Michael Penix Jr. is having, it's, uh, you, you know, you can't overlook it. And Washington's not going to, Washington struggled at Oregon uh, in recent years, but
0: Washington is not not a pushover. So right. this would impress me if Oregon wins this handily. All right, I, I got to ask you this. You got to ask you this, Looch. Pitt has had one of the more bizarre seasons strange. up and back and strength. You know, Pitt minus four at Virginia. Why in the world did you pick this game?
3: Uh, because I think Pitt's defense is just going to smother Virginia. Now, what happened to Brennan Armstrong?
0: Didn't, you, didn't we think he, he was, was supposed good... to be one of the best quarterbacks in the right. country? Certainly one of the best ones in the ACC.
3: Yeah, what the Virginia people are going to tell you is that he's lost all his wide receivers. And I get that. But he just hasn't looked very good this year. Um, he's got 10 interceptions, six touchdown passes, 10 That's not high caliber. I mean, it's a, they're 1-5 in the ACC. They can't get out of their own way. And uh, Pitt's defense was back to its dominating ways against Syracuse. I think people were surprised a little bit that Pitt held uh, Syracuse to nine points. So, uh, you know, th- this is a defense that's – the one thing is, Tony, defense travels. And Pitt plays it good. It does. Defense. It does.
0: Defense absolutely travels. All right, I want to touch on a few more before we move to our next segment. We mentioned it earlier, LSU given three at Arkansas in a game that that LSU knows they've got to win. Blau, are you you telling me that LSU could go on the road and lose this game to an Arkansas team that has struggled and lost to Liberty last week? Yep. I I go with the boys
1: from Vegas. They have Arkansas only a three-point underdog. I pick Arkansas straight up to win the game.
0: Oh, my. Those LSU people are going to go absolutely crazy. Herb, here's here's a fun one in my part of the world. Alabama giving Ole Miss 13. There are people sitting at home going, are you kidding me? You're talking about an Alabama team that just lost a heartbreaking game at Baton Rouge, and you're going to give 13 points to Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin? You tell me.
2: But you know what, that, that's a terrific point, Tony. I, I love that game I mean, from, a, from a spectator standpoint. Both of those games, uh, LSU, Arkansas, and, and this game we're talking about, those are going to be, you know, just classic kind of undercard battles. They're, they're, you know, I, I don't even know how to pick that. I just say I don't want to miss that.
0: Well, it's, it's gonna, listen, there is no way. That I could, I could pick Alabama to win the game. I have no problem with that. But by 13, I can't see it. But we'll, I guess we'll find out. Find out. One more, Looch. I had, I don't know if you saw any of this. Auburn playing Mississippi State last week with Cadillac Williams, a great, great uh, running back, mm-hmm. yeah. serving as interim coach. And this dude was having so much fun he even iced the kicker at the end of the game because he he had seen somebody do that once upon a time so you yeah. call the time uh auburn giving t- am i reading this right giving two at texas a m uh at, i guess at home versus texas a m x Ex- texas a m is on the back of a milk carton somewhere i don't know where this football team is lost but can auburn win this game Auburn can win but tony why would you even it, it was so many good games out there to bet
3: this <laughs> is mean, just two losing teams. Uh, by the way, the best part of the Mississippi State game last week was when Mike leach got so upset on the sidelines Did you see he folded up all the folding chairs and laid them <laughs> down he didn't he wouldn't allow his players to sit down on the chairs <laughs> because they had blown a lead. Uh, uh-huh. was, there's video of it. It's hysterically. you should see it classic I,
0: absolutely I, classic. yeah I mean a and m still has talent. I'm, I think Auburn's done for the year. All right, so we shall we shall see about that. only one more game I wanted to mention. This is interesting. Our friend Mac Brown at North Carolina is eight and one, only lost to Notre Dame, playing Wake Forest. He's getting three, and North Carolina's getting three and a half at Wake Forest. And we're going to get to see uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the country that nobody's talking about is Drake Mays. Mark Blash, and I'll ask you this is that a game you see North Carolina winning? Looks like they're on a collision course to play Clemson in the ACC championship game.
1: They are, and that's what's at stake for North Carolina. So, so I think that's a factor. Plus, I, I'm on a betting line, Luce, I would take the over. I think the over is probably 85 in that game.
0: Oh, over under. Be, yeah. I think that's going to be a blessing
1: if the ball wins.
0: The problem is, I'm I'm so darn old. I, I covered Drake Mays' dad. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw him play in high school. That's how there old I am. All <laughs> right, <laughs> all right, let's. As long as you didn't cover Mac Brown's dad, we're good. I think I'm good. Yeah, I am totally good. Totally good. All right. Let's, let's finish up on this note that we are getting, we're getting in the second Saturday in November, every week, we're going to be debating this stuff. So going into this weekend, guys, Mark Blash, and I'll start with you. What is the biggest question you have about this slate of games this weekend?
1: Well, it's the. I think it's the, we talked about it all, all, all podcasts. The biggest game in the, in the SEC in the last 10 years is, 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 is a uh, little rock. I mean, if they know, if, if, uh, if uh, LSU wins, Alabama is out, they're done. They, they can't make the playoffs. That's right. that's, that hasn't happened before. They're, they they have not been eliminated before this early. That's it. There, there's no way they can get back in. So to me, that's the most significant game uh, in the SEC because the, the King would be
0: indeed dead. The. Yeah. This is the latest that Nick Saban has had two losses since right. 2010. Right, since 2010, it has been a while. Herb Gould, what are you looking forward to? What's the biggest question you have this weekend? Well, I, I just am fascinated by the fact that
2: that number number four TCU is that right? Number four. That is correct, months, sir. Unbeaten, and they're a seven point dog. I want to see that game. Uh, game day, game days there. <laughs> yeah i mean that's just that's just a phenomenal little story and you know i i think when you win close you win close i don't i don't that's why i don't like all this committee stuff because tcu they've been coming back every week and if they do it again people are gonna are gonna be getting down on them and i'm gonna say you know what that's a trend that's a good trend to have so i like that one the other one that i'm interested in is illinois and purdue Ooh. if purdue beats Illinois. You're going to have, like, how did that go at the British Parliament, you know, where they changed prime ministers at mm-hmm. twice in a, in a week? The Big Ten <laughs> West is going to be so up for grabs. Northwestern is still not mathematically eliminated. Oh, my. So <laughs> if if Purdue beats Illinois this week, there's going to be, like, a, a seven-way tie in a six-way
0: conference
2: uh, division.
0: Oh, my. Oh, my. Tom Lucci, what you looking forward to this weekend? What do you want to know? Well, two things: Clemson bounce back, how they handle that loss, and
3: uh, you know, can they climb back into the playoff hunt? I don't think so, but we'll, we'll see. And the other one is the the group of five. Let, let's see who. Let's see if it's going to be UCF or or Tulane, and you know, Liberty has an easy game this week. They got Connecticut, but so I think it's going to be among uh, that. That Tulane UCF game really intrigues me. Uh, UCF, like I said, has SMU, I Tulane has UCF, SMU, and Cincinnati to close. That's a tough
0: stretch. Well, Georgia won their biggest game of the year last week. A great atmosphere. Now they got to go to Mississippi State. A weird place to play. All the cowbells, leading passer in the SEC in Will Rogers. It's one of the, it's one of the, it's six, the line is 16. So I'm picking Georgia to win. I don't know that they'll cover 16, but they fooled me last week and they covered no you liked them last week Tony I did I did like them last week but I was I was at the end of the day I was surprised but I I want to see if Georgia can cover at Mississippi State I think I think they will when I when I because you know what guys Georgia's pretty good yes they are pretty good they are pretty good okay let's end it there And before we go, we again want to thank our sponsor, APA Games. You can find them at apbagames.com. Please remember our website, TMG College Sports. You can find it at si.com slash college slash TMG. You're going to find Mark Bloushen's Newsmaker of the Week there. Our team picks, we all pick on Friday. So make sure you check it out on Friday. A lot of good stuff from our guys. want to thank the technical staff of David Amaral, Sheila Dufresne, and Maria Barnhart. You keep us going, and we appreciate you every single week we do this. Have a great weekend of college football for Mark Blauschen, Herb Gould, and Tom Lucci. This is Tony Barnhart. Thanks for joining us on Mr. CFB. And, friends, be safe and carry on.